What is up, peeps? Welcome to episode 13. Uh, we're going to do a recap, talking about, you know, Marlins and Braves, looking ahead to the cards and Braves. Uh, oh, dumbass of the week. Mike's going to lead us on that. Uh, we're gonna, then going to talk about vet memories. So we're, whatever the guys want to talk about, uh, it could be a game. It could be a situation. It could be their first time there, whatever, you know, it's kind of an open forum. Uh, so we're kind of curious in the comments for you to send in some of your memories, if they kind of connect, maybe you're at that game. Uh, and then we're going to talk about the Mount Clutchmore of Phillies. So this is all Phillies history for whatever reason, pitcher, hitter, it doesn't matter. Um, as who's, you know, the, should be on Mount Rushmore of clutch, uh, for the Phillies. So, um, starting off, I just want to, you know, obviously tag some of our stuff. I did not wear a drunk Phil's fan shirt today, but my man, John, and my man, Mike did, uh, Philly sportsshirts.com P H I L L Y sportsshirts.com Phillies, uh, drunk Phil's fans, drunk union fans, drunk Eagles fans, uh, go birds tonight. So we're going to be off before the birds start. We promise. Uh, so just wanted to get our plug in, uh, starting off, like, you know what I, I was thinking today, I, I don't even want to talk about the past. I want to look in, you know, the front mirror, um, and not in the rear view. Uh, but there are a few things I want to talk about. I'm not happy. They only won two games. Uh, and I don't normally do what I'm going to do right now, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, and that's <laughs> like Lincoln Hawk from the great eighties movie over the top. Sylvester Stallone turns the hat around. I mean, fucking business right now. I do not have a problem with the Phillies putting up the Braves, whatever, congratulations. That's sportsmanship. That's something they can do. They're going to do it there. Here's the thing. Acuna is a fucking asshole because he's out there like not enjoying the teammates. He's out there goading on the crowd. Not okay. That's an asshole move. Um, that's what, you know, people who've not been there before, but they have. The fucking Braves have won six fucking NL East titles in a row. And you know what? It really doesn't mean much, right? Like, I, I, dude, I want to win it too. I do. And I don't want them to win it here. And maybe if our manager knew if our catcher can bunt or not, might have made a difference, right? There are certain situations like, oh, we were really close. We, we could have won three or four out of from the Braves. We didn't. We won one fucking game and we won one against the Marlins. I do not want to fucking talk about the past. I am fucking sick of fucking looking at those games. It was just fucking terrible. What's the, what's good to say? Oh, we came back and then lost again. Bryce hit a late home run. Oh, and we lost again. Trey tied it up and we lost again. I don't give a shit about, oh, we came close. I care about putting numbers in the win column and not in the fucking loss column. Mike, what do you got? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> So uh, I'm going to talk about it a little bit, right? Um, we, we spoiled Trey's uh, comeback from paternity Homer with Sir Anthony, right? So we might get into this a little bit uh, in our what makes us drink uh, segment, but uh, I'm a little bit sick of, well, you know, we really got to get Sir Anthony right. Um, he's not right. If he needs to go get right, go send him to the Iron Pigs for a couple weeks and bring him back in the playoffs when he's right. Um, you know, 
one for nine in with runners in scoring position in game one is not going to get you there. Game two, <laughs> you know, we won in spite of Nola doing Nola things, right? Four earned runs and four and a third. Um, <clears throat> the bullpen was big um, and two big innings with the bats saved us from a sweep or the Marlins. Um you know, better in the second game with uh, three for seven runners with runners in sport scoring position. But um, game three, right? We we left ten runners on base again, one for nine. And Dominguez, uh, he he blows up again. Um, I believe uh, I recall texting you all that we should cut him at that point, and uh, I was I was livid. Uh, Braves, um, I, I I'm going to touch on your point, uh, Chris. I really thought there was a big. Uh, moral win fighting back when they lost game one in extra rings. But, you know, you have to then the next time you uh, come back, you have to then complete the actual win in, in uh, extra innings. Uh, Kimbrell, you know, had a blow up. Um, and one really weird thing, and, and and I hope we get a bounce back this weekend, is uh, was Wheeler was doing NOLA things, giving up three taters. I look back. He gave up four last year in um, September one game, and then he hadn't given up three for, uh, I think, since 2020. So that's something that he doesn't do. Mike, on the Wheeler point, like, you know, obviously really concerning because he's been tough, but the umpire was fucking terrible. And if he's not given the corners, Wheeler's like, all right, well, I guess I got to throw it over to fucking plate. Agreed. And, and I, don't uh, know. I, I believe the quote from LA that day was that guy missed 29 pitches or something like that. So, <laughs> um, I mean, if that's even close to true, that's something that needs to be addressed by MLB. Uh, last thing I, I thought Sanchez so, showed some stones pitching into the eighth. Um, but you know, we just, we just didn't get him enough runs. We left five on base and uh, that would have been the split. I would have been happier with the split. Um, with with the Braves Um, as far as looking ahead you know we've got 16 games left we're 79 and 67 we all said somewhere between 88 and 92 wins if we can pull off what two from Atlanta uh, which I think we need to do down there for our our head and theirs uh, three from the Mutts uh, two from Pittsburgh two more from the mutts that puts us at 91 and 71 and right in the ballpark of what we were talking about a couple months ago. Um, I think, you know, all, everybody knows uh, finding Nemo. I think we need to do a little bit of a Dory. Uh, we need to forget about this past two series starting tomorrow. And uh, the cards are, they're fading. They're 17 games back in the central 10 and a half out of the wild card. We need three against them. Like we did a you know week and a half ago or whenever they were in town, um, Nola Suarez and Walker need to step it up. And uh, you know, I think, they have just a mediocre at best starters uh, going against us. So we need to decimate those, those guys get to their bullpen. And I think uh, I said it a minute ago, Wheeler needs a bounce back game against Atlanta. Um, I wrote down, we need to take two from these ass hats because uh, to your point, you know, the celebration on the field, great. You won. I don't mind that at all. Um, what I do mind is that something that we've talked about a lot, um, you know, if if you're gonna show up, our team and our fans like somebody's got to get one in the shoulder blade, and it, it just, I mean, it just has it. to. Ha- I know they won't, but it, in my mind, it has to happen. So that's what I'm looking for in the next two series, John. I agree with you. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take a page from uh, Chris's book. I got all these notes written down, but, like, I'm with Chris. I don't want to fucking talk about the past. This, these, these, two, uh, these two past series it, it really pissed me off. I really got under my skin. Now, the one thing I will say, I, um, Ranger hung in there a little bit in his game, uh, in the third game versus the Marlins. He, he only let up two hits, but, like, you know, they scored three runs on him right right before Topper was about to take him out. He was going so good. I thought we were going to get that win. It's a shame, but he was he was on fire for most of the game. And then, you know, Sir Anthony gives up the friggin' rest in that game. Like, the, uh, two, two earned runs. And Sir Anthony's been horrible. Like, I don't know, like you said, Mike, you, you ship him down to the beer league. Because that's all AAA is right now until these other guys move up. It's just a bunch of 30-year-old dudes who, like, no one else wants. Most of them, now, anyway. Jordan, couldn't they bring up this Orion Kirkering that you kind of highlighted before? Like, I'm not saying send Sir Anthony down. Oh, I would love to. This dude up. Like, I would love to. Why not? Yeah, he's the, he's the number seven prospect, and he's lighting it up. In a, he's in Reading right now. He's killing it. Yeah. Yep. And um, Abel, too. Abel's on fire right now. He Same. just pitched the gem uh, today or yesterday, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, eight strikeouts of five innings. Like, I mean, why not? Why not bring one of these guys up? It's yeah, crazy. this has happened before. Like, other teams can bring up a September call-up and make a difference. Yeah. Like, and Yeah, it's a playoff run. Like, Dickie Knowles did it, right? I mean, it's right. a long time ago for us, but it's not impossible. And um, It's impossible also, if they're not brought up. <laughs> right. And also, I mean, I know it's not a pitcher, but the Orioles are already talking about bringing up fucking Jackson Holiday. The dude just went to, to single A. They're talking about bringing him up for the playoff run. Yeah. So, I mean, if teams are doing, I mean, I think that's a little too early, outrageous, but hey, do what they want to do. But um, they got a crazy good farm system. But yeah, I mean, I love I love the Kirk Green dude. There's a, there's a couple arms that people aren't talking about that we've highlighted on here that, like, I really want to see, you know, want to see what they do next year. And help out in the pen or rotation, whatever. But like uh, getting back to this, like the break, like the Marlins. It's we got. I mean, to go one and two and one and three. I was like you said, like I was hoping to get the split. I really was. But um, and Sanchez. It's a shame because Sanchez it, instead of he got rattled a little early. But after that, man, he pitched a hell of a fucking game. A hell of a game. And uh, against uh, Dust Brush McGee there with his goofy ass mustache. Uh, I hate that dude, and we're gonna see him the next time we play him. So we'll get to that. Yo, I'll get I, to that. Did this dude Strider after a strikeout like do this or something? Did I? I kind of thought I caught something. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like but, to fucking spin his cap. <laughs> but these guys, somebody deserves to get beamed because with these home run celebrations and shoving it in our face, and then um, you know, and then like celebrating on our field which is whatever, I put up a tweet the other night. I said, look, I said, hey, Phils, uh, watch the classless Braves with their, you know, their shitty, you know, classless home run celebrations, all their taunting. Watch them celebrating in our field and etch it in your friggin' mind and use that as fuel and step the hell up. And let's go. And F Atlanta. Like, Back, like you use know- that as fuel. And you I know, love what's happening. When, like, pitchers hit, like, you know, at least there was some fear factor, right? Like we didn't hit in college and like, you know, I'm not, if I'm not hitting, I am not afraid to throw at someone at all. Cause like, I'm not even worried. Like, yo, this dude's throwing a hundred. I'm going to catch a hundred. 
It's like, no, I mean, yeah, maybe my fucking catcher will, but I'm not. Like, mm. I don't understand. Like, is it Thompson having an edict that basically says, don't throw at people? It has to be. I don't know the answer to that, but if it is, that's that's terrible. Or someone is like, we're not doing that. Well, okay, that's I'm just I'm sick of it, and I feel like Wild. we we hit people on like you know on the leg by mistake, and I feel like we've gotten purpose pitches, and it's just time to you know do something. But again, I mean, shit. Uh, uh, Hamill's back in the day beamed Harper and said, "Welcome to the major leagues," yeah. for no reason. Just like, boom, all right, Hollywood, there you go. You think you're fancy, Harper, boom, and beamed them. So, I mean, we need some, we need a couple guys like that, not just one. Someone no needs to catch it in the ribs or in the shoulders. But, yeah, um, I just – I was disgusted, and I'm, I'm ready to move forward, and just we got to win – we got to win as many games as we can. The rest is short. How many games we got left now? 16. We got 16. 16. Yeah, we need to win as many of them as we can. And get the, you go into the playoffs strong. So, Mike, what's your expectation for win loss in the next two series uh, for for you? Um, <laughs> so I said uh, sweep the cards two out of three against Atlanta. So five five and six or five and one. Sorry, five and one. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's tough. I'm like, shit, like, uh. I would have to say if we come out of a road trip against the Braves and the Cardinals, like I guess the Cardinals don't give a shit, but I have to feel that like they want to take pride and maybe there's some young kids that are coming up. They're going to play hard. Um, but I, I think three and three uh, is what I expect. I'd be greatly surprised if we come out with a, you know, um, four and two uh, John, what do you have the next six games at? I pretty much have what Mike has. I got to I got sweeping the cards and uh five like two, and of three versus, two of three versus the Braves. Uh, what does scare me though, Nola pitches in each series. <laughs> That's it's two like, losses. So where do you get yeah. you guys are five and one? <laughs> and he he pitches against he pitches against uh, Thompson tomorrow night. Um the Braves, I was looking up the probable pictures, you know, you could look ahead to matchups. They got Strider listed twice, so I guess one of them is two TBD. So I don't know if it's Strider versus Wheeler or Strider versus Nola, but um, either way, um, like yeah, Nola pitching in, in in each of these series just scares the shit out of me. And I'm guessing, I'm guessing they're not using Lorenzen in the in the Brave series. And um, Lorenzen's done from what I read. They're moving him yeah, to Penn, and that's is... smart. And that's smart. And like. Like we were talking, I don't was it the last episode or the episode before where we were talking about playoff rotations? Mine has totally changed, and since that episode, mine has totally changed. Yeah. I'm throwing Lorenzen and Sanchez in the bullpen for the playoffs. Get rid of Covey. Get rid of uh, what's his name, Marte. Like, bye. Like, leave him off the roster. Yeah, Blotty, leave him where he's at. Like, just add them two to what we got, and I think it'll help. You don't Any have to last thoughts on the upcoming series, guys? Like, is there going to be a hit batsman? Any retaliation? I would hope so. And and when we go to Atlanta, I would hope so. Just out of out of the gate, just right out of the gate, being being Acuna, being Olsen, somebody. I'm so mad, but it's not going to happen. It should though. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I know they should. 
I think anybody's you know, going to do it, if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Wheeler. With Wheeler, Sanchez, and Nola, I think if anybody does, it's going to be Wheeler. Nola has no balls anyway. We already know that. So. God bless. And Sanchez is young. Again, you got to pitch. You got to get the Strider early. Strider yeah. doesn't, you know, skip leg day, but I think, you know, uh, every Strider loss, he's kind of lost it in the first three or four innings. Uh, you know, he goes fastball heavy at that point, and you would think the Phillies are great fastball hitters, but they're not terribly great fastball hitters, believe it or not, when you look and at the numbers. That's you have to hit. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I yeah. remember right, he threw 32 or 33 pitches in the first inning, and then we let him off the hook in the second yep. inning with 11. So, then, so that's what gave him long, long, longer uh, longevity in that game than he should have. Right. And so we just need to follow the plan from last game for more than one inning. I posted that Dennis Green uh, rant. We they are who we thought they were. They yeah. are. They're a really good offense, and you know the fucking pitching is decent. And at the tail end, if you can't hit Brad Hand, he got two yeah. strikeouts last night. He like oh. looks like a fucking gem. He comes in and like, and the game before it's a fucking disgrace. Brad Hand is fucking terrible. Was so pissed off at that. And uh, what That's I noticed terrible. too. I was watching the game with my stepdad last night. He had a good point. Um, these comebacks we're having, if you notice, we've been coming back against the bullpens. We haven't, like, hit that last Braves series. We didn't really touch their starters. We were we were coming back when the bullpen was coming in. So that's yeah, a – we got to score hit. in the first five. Yeah, that's, well, we, like did, we did we did light up right a little bit. Yeah. But um, the other the – other, like, Morton, Freed, a strider, we didn't really do much against them. It was when the pen came in. So we got to hit the starters early and often. Yeah. All right. We're going to go to some comments now. So uh, here we go. So that you calm down. Is that what it is? Yeah. I, need, <laughs> I, I don't know. I fucking need some medicine or something. I just haven't been happy over the past couple of days. And it like my demeanor definitely equates with like the Phillies records. So, um, Garrett, it is 7 a.m. here in Philippines. Garrett, you're you're, you're the first to comment. Uh, we really appreciate you. What's his address? Uh, Can we get his I, address? I, I told him I was going to send him a shirt because he wanted one. So he's got to DM us. DM us, Garrett. We're, we're going to get you a shirt over to the Philippines. It's probably made there. So <laughs> We'll just have somebody <laughs> drop it off at your yeah, house. We'll just have someone fucking drop it off. Just have a, uh, a little bicycle carrier. <laughs> seriously. Clay, Clay. jaw. <laughs> Whatever, I'm sure we're gonna uh, get you one though because we appreciate you. Uh, Beth Ann over the top is like really one of the greatest 80s 80s movies ever. Like the dudes drinking motor oil, like fucking amazing shit. I love that goddamn movie, Lincoln Hawk. I mean, people like said that Ashton Kutcher made the trucker hats. No, dude, it was Lincoln Hawk. Lincoln Hawk made the over the top trucker hats uh popular and then this is a great one uh max <laughs> over the topper <laughs> great shit love that uh i'm late and garrett beat me here nancy you know what like we're taking roll call you know it's gonna you know garrett's gonna be here first so you're just gonna have to get in there and get your hands typing and be ready to go uh donna akuna d-bag yeah he is a d-bag uh, you can say douche on this show, though, and you can type it. It's Mike. Are you okay with that? If you can spell it, uh, how do you spell? Yeah, it? I, I mean, I yeah, I mean, I, it's. I know there's like an S in there, right? 
Should be. <laughs> Uh, Harry, absolutely spoiled landmarks. They lost, lost, okay. Yeah, this was talking about when we're like, you know, the Atlanta nonsense. Nancy again, if we don't get the bullpen right now, we won't need the bullpen in October. Obvious. Yeah, it's a great point. Uh, or what does it matter, you know, if <laughs> unless your guys can go nine, which they can't. I mean, Nola can barely go four. Uh there we go. Fuck Acuna. Fuck Azuna. Yes. I was waiting for that one to come on. Uh, no DPF shirt. You own others. This is a surprise. <laughs> I, I do own other shirts. Not many. Uh, it's either, honestly, like, I'm not bullshitting you. If you went in my closet, like, you know, for t-shirt wise, it's DPF, it's some Phillies, it's Union, and it's about 50 brewery shirts. Because, like, I had the bright idea, like, oh, I'm gonna, like, Go to every brewery in uh, Montgomery County and Bucks County. Then I was like, oh, yeah, I have about six beers. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let me get an XL up there. That's X. I, I, I want one of those. And I come out and I'm like, Jesus Christ. How um, many three quarter zip sweatshirts you got in your closet? A multitude uh, of those, too. I, I, I'm sure I do. Yeah. I, I love three quarter zips. I mean, who I know you do. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell it, take a moment to tell a story. Uh, about a brewery visit uh and it was this more of my wife's story i hope she's listening and if not like she'll get mad at me maybe for this one i don't think so so we were at uh i forget what brewery it was but eventually like we go to breweries and she don't drink beer right and they don't have twisted tea so i've definitely snuck some in for right like we've done that and some places are cool with it some places now you know uh pat us down but she was like, oh, all right, well, they have wine, so I'll drink wine. Well, she's normally drinking Twisted Teas, which are like 4%. So she's drinking wine, and it's like sweet wine, like fucking pumpkin wine, apple-spiced wine. Eventually, she's like, you always get shirts. Like, there's a shirt up there, and that that's nice. And I was like, yeah, I'd like that. So she goes over to the bartender, like, after on her next drink, and she's like, my husband drink shirts and he likes that one xl and he's like oh yeah hold on let me let me see and i was like i heard her say he drinks shirts and i'm like fuck man, we're, we're, we're in fucking trouble here uh so like he comes back and he's like no sorry we don't have the cool one in the xl it's always like the shitty one and i'm like nah i don't want that one so eventually like two fucking drinks later she's like Hey, when you're getting this, could you see if an XL in that for my husband? And I was like, oh my fucking God. I says, no more. I says, fucking water in that drink. Tell her it's fucking wine. Do not give her any more of that stuff. <laughs> but it's the tough part of like drinking wine. You know, she's not used to it. And you're at a brewery and she's like going there for me. So I appreciate it. Um, but it was just kind of on the t-shirt talk. All right. Two more. So, Max, why can't Kimbrell pitch in extra innings with Ghost Runners on second? Yo, this dude fucking acts like there isn't anyone on. Like, I, literally, that one game, the dude was on third base and, like, he didn't even fucking look. So, I, I don't know what the problem is there. He has a problem getting the pitch in, you know, within the pitch clock. There's been times yeah. where JT or Stubbs had to call timeout. But that is a real problem. Great I point. think... I think it's a little bit of showing how uh, his mentality is. He's he's not he's not all there. Yeah, 
Uh, and Vince wants to know <laughs> if Mike is chugging on a buzz ball. I am not, but I do have a really cool little glass they have in my oh, hotel room right. and some Miller High Life. Cool. <laughs> yeah, when you were holding that Miller High Life at first, I was like, Mike has a Mike's drinking a fucking can of soup because like I couldn't see it the way the light was. I was like, oh man, I said, is it any good? I'm gonna try that shit. <laughs> um. The next thing we're going to kind of talk about is one of our favorites. So Mike's going to give us the oh, dumbass of the week. So it's yeah. all yours, <clears throat> thanks guys. Uh, this week's oh, dumbass. And as a reminder, uh, this is a tip to Odubel Herrera because he did so much, uh, so many dumbass things in the field and at the plate that we dubbed him. Oh, dumbass. Uh, this week's oh, dumbass of the week comes from Jefferson County, Arkansas. So picture we got a 33 year old male. Decides one day he's going to, you know, wake up and steal a GMC Savannah U-Haul cargo van out of another guy's driveway that he rented. Uh, pretty bold move in and of itself, right, Cotton? Uh, so instead of laying low and, you know, kind of just uh, avoiding the authorities, uh, this old dumbass drives a stolen vehicle right by the only sheriff's office uh, in town. But not only just the sheriff's office. He drives right by the adult detention center where there's four police officers meeting about uh, some other case. And they happen to notice that that's the van that they've been looking for that was stolen. So they hop in their vehicles and in no time they had him in custody, the stolen uh, van back to the U-Haul joint. And now uh, our dumbass of the week is facing felony theft, grand larceny. And I know, guys, this is going to be hard for you guys to believe, but he had other warrants out under his uh, name. And so he was uh, arrested for those <laughs> wow. as well. Yeah. Yep. It looks like uh, to me, at least, uh, okay. next time next time he steals, steals a vehicle. <laughs> What's that? This has to be real, but it feels not real. But you, then you're like, oh, it's Jackson County, Arkansas. So you're like, all right. <laughs> We right. know we're going to get some moonshine hillbilly <laughs> shit here. Yeah, I, I'm just thinking maybe he should lay low next time and, uh, you know, not drive by the police station. So. Not, that, not his probably. best choice. <laughs> that is your oh dumbass of the week, fellas. Awesome. Nice. Love that. Uh, we're going to go into vet memories now. So, John, kick it off. Uh, what's what do you got for us with the, your vet memories? Were you alive uh, for, with the vet? You're a young kid. Yeah, yeah. I started going. I started going about. Let me see. Uh, about eighty five, eighty six ish. So okay. I was. Uh, I was like seven, eight years old when I first started going. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmom and my aunt took. There was only three of us cousins now. I, I'm the oldest of twenty two on my dad's side. Um, back then <laughs> there was only like three when they first started taking us, so they could afford to take us once. Once we, you know, everybody started having babies and all. Once we started getting plenty, they couldn't take us all anymore. But um, they used to take us every, I'm thinking every giveaway Sunday or every home game Sunday. Can't quite remember. But we went a lot, like every year. Like it was always Sundays. Um, I, I mean, the Phillies stunk back then. So you always learn the other team. I had favorite players on every other team. Like, oh, Candy Maldonado's here. Yeah, that's my guy. You know what I mean? Like random dudes on other teams. Like, oh, that's Jack Clark. That's this dude. I got his big gold coin. You know what I mean? Like, it was cool. 700 level. Um, it was great. We brought our own snacks. That's when they let you bring your own stuff. Big jug of Kool-Aid snacks. Just watch the game. 
root for them to win, even if they lost. You were just happy to be at a game, like, and then like if they won, you got your uh, traded your stub in for your little soft taco, your personal pan afterwards. They take us up our mango, turn it in, and get our little food afterwards. But um, yeah. that's how I started going into the vet. Um, and then when I got drinking age, that's when the real funs. I mean, more adult fun kicked in. <laughs> You know, like you, you could pull up, you could walk up to the gate like fourth, fifth inning, and they, they, would, they would just let you walk in, or oh, there'd yeah. be nobody there. You just walk over the turnstile and catch the rest of the game. Sliding coolers under the gate, like, like had plenty of memories. Walk around with signs on the seven hundred level. That's when they let you have signs, like the bat drape the banners over and all that. We were trying to recruit people to come back to bars with us and all. We we did succeed. We had people come back to Waltz. <laughs> Funny story, I had, um, it was me and my buddy, poster board, Walt Circle Tavern fan club, members too, it was me and my buddy, I said, come back to Walt's, great crabs, great food, you know, I gave, put the address up there, yeah. and we went back after the game, and literally, you know, 20-something fucking people came in, I was like, oh shit, it worked, and they're like, hey, you're the guy from the game. It was popping that night. 65 cent mugs, yeah, 65 yeah. cent mugs, fucking frosty but, um, shit. <laughs> yeah, a lot of great, a lot of great moments down there. Um, uh, I think I said it before. Uh, Tommy, Tommy Ty and Schmidt's record before the vet closed—that was special. And the, the last year of the vet, like every game I went, I went to as many games as I could. As um, they tore down the number, like a bit, how many games left and all. It was always a special guest. Like Lefty was there, Dick Allen, like. Jay, John, like Jay Johnstone, like all these old like Phillies would come out and tear off the number, which is pretty cool. But um, yeah, I had a lot of had a lot of great memories down there, That's and awesome. uh, got got served got served before I t- turned twenty one a lot down there. Uh, thank you to Aramark. Yes, thank you to thank you to Aramark. <laughs> allegedly, no, there's yeah, no proof. allegedly. Yeah, the guy that served me probably dead by now, but still, yeah, good point. What you got, Mike? <laughs> so, you know, I thought a lot about this, and I really have three things that stick out and, a, and an honorable mention. <clears throat> I got to play the Carpenter Cup at the vet, and I got goosebumps just saying those couple words. Like, when you, when you go and play at the vet, and I think Chris had too, so this might be on his list. The most people that have ever seen you play are there, and it looks like nobody is there. So there's like 800, 900 people there, and it looks like nobody's there because, you know, what did it fit? 43,000 or so, whatever it was, 48,000 or whatever the vet was. And the so, was 65. Yeah. Yeah. So well, like, that place, yeah, place is just massive, yeah. right? Yeah. And what I remember the most was I played center field one game and I dove. And I took the skin off of both of my arms and it was like 124 degrees on the turf. And they had like little tins of ice water at the bottom of the steps that you had to step in because your cleats were melting basically because it was so hot on the turf. And I I just thought that was so amazing from sitting in the stands and watching the Phillies for, you know, my entire life. um, And then in high school being able to play there. I thought that was awesome. The second one isn't a Phillies thing. It's the Birds versus the Giants Monday Night Football. You remember when Randall Cunningham jumped over that dude? Oh, yeah. I was in the 700 level, and there were so many fights 
because Giants fans and Eagles fans were going at it. My dad had brought us, uh, me and uh, one of his friends and one of his friend's kids, and we were sitting on the first row. So after us was you would fall down to the 500 level. <laughs> so, so many people, probably two or three people hit us and stopped from falling over the edge. And we're like, Hey man, thanks a lot. And then back in just throwing haymakers, man. So <laughs> that like the entertainment in the crowd and then the game was, was just as awesome. And then uh, yeah. I got to go to the 93 world series game. Dykstra hit a Homer to that game. And, um, that was kind of in the middle of a time where I was between colleges, we'll say. And, um, uh, you know, for my dad to have invited me to that game, that was pretty special. Um, and so those are like my three most vivid vet memories, but the, uh, worth mentioning is, uh, you remember how they had court in the bowels of the vet? Yeah. Yeah. So the, the judge that sat in that, uh, court for a while is, uh, my brother's in-law. So he tells, tons of, he tells tons of stories. He tells tons of stories at all these uh, family events about how, who he saw and all that stuff in there. So uh, super cool to, to have, have that kind of ancillary uh, um, look into, into the jail time and, and the court in the, in the vet, in the bowels of the vet. Yeah. No, that's so. great. <laughs> Now, these are all some stories. So I'm going to, again, uh, show the uh, – this is a piece of the vet. So as I'm telling the story, I'm going to kind of hold this up. So thanks to Steve Mold, DPF fan. Uh, when the vet went down, he crawled under, grabbed this with his own two hands. I'm sure he got more for himself, uh, but he donated this to the garage. So thank you. It definitely still smells – like piss, soft pretzels, <laughs> hot dog water, and broken dreams, baby. And I love it. Nice. Uh, so I have a few, and I, I didn't know kind of how to talk about them. So I'm just going to kind of talk about them in order uh, that they happened. So my earliest memory of the vet, and it wasn't the first time I was there, but eventually in 80, my dad got uh, Sunday season tickets. So it was, I think it was 13 games back then. And he had them from 80 through, I think it was 97. And then we like switched from Sunday to different games. And then we kind of kept it over at uh, Citizens Bank Park for a while. But I kind of wanted to go through like what my day was like on a Sunday with my dad. And I, it was like one of these things I'll always remember. But like that's like the quintessential vet to me. Uh, me and my brother uh, would go and it'd be my dad. So I guess my mom, you know one woman in a house full of three fucking complete animals. Uh, she got solace on a Sunday, uh, you know, during the summer for 13 Sundays, at least from like 11 to four or 11 to five. Uh, my dad, you know, we didn't have a lot growing up, but we had enough, like he would take us to the games and be able to get season tickets for us. And, uh, but we wouldn't like, you could never buy shit there. Like my dad wouldn't be like, Oh, go get a hot dog. You, it wasn't happening. He brought this like big igloo cooler, which was like one of those ones you put up on like the fence, like when you're playing uh, baseball and they kind of strap it and you're like, you know, getting the cups under it. But he would fill that with like triple cola, which is like, you know, the cheap brand of the Pepsi filled with ice and triple cola before we're getting on the bridge street, uh, you know, ramp. 
I always wanted to get the pretzels from Piss Hands over there, but my dad was like, no, we're going to go over to Magic Wands. Like, he knew someone who worked there. They would run right off the press. So we'd have two bags of, like, hot pretzels. And they weren't, like, the ones that were, like, you know, more like this. They were, like, more of the fatter ones. And I just thought it was always so awesome to be able to do that. He, My dad didn't drink. My mom didn't drink. So, like, he wouldn't tailgate. But I always wanted to know, like, I didn't know what the fuck tailgating was until I would go. Um, so he, you know, we wouldn't park in the Phillies lot. He's like, we're going to park down here, like, where the fruit and meat uh, places are because it's free. So we'd park there. And, like, he'd be carrying this. I mean, imagine, like, it was probably, like, two liters of soda into this big igloo with, like, fucking ice. Yo, this dude's carrying it three or four blocks. I'm like, holy shit. Um, we'd have, you know, the magic wand. One of the things I loved about going to the games, the first game was the media guide. So, like, if you were a season ticket holder, you got the media guide for, like, you know, free as part of it. There was this little, you know coupon that you handed to one of the uh people that worked there we sat in 333 which was like in line with first base and behind us was like it was like a wood newsstand shack but like that's where i'd be able to get the uh you know the, the media guide so that's like you know a specific memory of like oh i remember going to the game and my brother like he likes sports now but then yo this dude's looking at the flags he's looking at fucking paper go by and i'm like intent like looking at the media guide like oh, i want you know analytic i wonder what it, what's going to happen here not analytic in the way of like you know war and all that other bullshit but just like i'm like wonder what's going on uh so that was story number one uh in order i i guess i was probably eight or so when i first went there uh you know season tickets with my dad the second one was the first time I played at the bet. So I knew that I was going to be playing there. I knew I was going to be starting pitching and I knew like, I was like, you know, you want to like bang up against the wall. You're like, Oh, can I hit a home run over the wall? Someone going to hit a home run over, over me. Me and my friends had like brilliant idea. And I never did this before. I was like, Oh, all these dudes do skull. I'm going out the night before and I got myself some, some fucking bandits, like not even proper fucking chew. I'm getting bandits and I'm like, I'm tucking it in and I'm like, this shit ain't doing nothing. Tuck another one in. I'm like upper decking it because I'm like, maybe it goes up there. I don't fucking know. But in the midst of it, I'm swallowing it. So like the next day I wake up uh -huh. and I'm sick as shit. And I'm like, fuck, I got a game today. I'm pitching. It's a fucking championship game. It's at the vet. I'm fucking sick. And Mike, like you said, it's 120 on the fucking turn. Yep. <laughs> so this doesn't help. So, you know, I, I did not ruin the day, but like I very closely did because like, and honestly, I was 13, 12, somewhere in that range, maybe 14 did fucking skull bandits the night before, like the first and last time I ever did skull bandits. Uh, I'll do. I used to do Kodiak, like I, I loved Kodiak, but uh, or Copenhagen, but like Skull Bandits, I was always like, man, I can't believe I did that. But it's a gateway drug in the chew. Um, so that was kind of like the, the the second one. The third one, and I went to an Eagles game for a Monday night game, and it was against the Cowboys. So you know where this one is going, or you probably know where this is going. I'm seeing motherfuckers throw ropes over the 700 level. 
fucking hauling up beer balls, like throwing ropes over. Dudes are like tying up a fucking beer ball and like bringing it up, tying it up to cases. It was fucking outrageous. So eventually the first time I got a piss, like I'm like, yo, I got to go. Like my seatmates are like, you know, Eagles, super Eagles fans. And they're like, dude, just piss right here. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not <laughs> pissing right at the And so, like, I was like, all right, I'm not doing that. I go to the bathroom. Yo, it was fucking wild. <laughs> There's, you know, like, crazy shit was going on in there. And then eventually some drunk Cowboys fan, like, hops the line and is, like, chirping. You know what I mean? Oh, and, no. and it was it was fucking ugly. So, like, the dude obviously gets beat up. There's dudes like urinating on him after he's like knocked out or beat up. And I was just like, fucking welcome to Philadelphia, asshole. Like, I, I could not believe that. That that, that like, actually, that stuff happened, man. But that was that was the Philly, the Eagles fans fault, right? Because that guy was popping off. I'm sure. Right. He was oh, like, oh, sure. it's their fault. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it was. But I, yeah. I, I didn't stick around for like police if they even came. But they're no. probably like, this assholes wearing and a it, fucking Dallas jersey. Like, what do you think is going to happen? If you ran out of urinals, people pissed in the sink. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, you could like have three people pissing in the sink, crossing yeah, streams, yeah. smacking peckers. Nobody like, washed their hands at the vet. No, dude. No. Nobody ever washed their hands at the vet. Don't wash your hands at the vet or like any club or bar in the nineties in Northeast Philly. Like the bar oh, and no. Roosevelt's like fuck no. No, no, no. So those are kind of uh my stories. Uh but I, I loved, you know, each of your guys. Maybe we'll do something more like this because I feel like there's a hundred stories for something like this. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You said we beer ball. I have like twenty beer ball stories. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, I got maybe that. maybe that's a segment. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got, I got I got stories about snake a beer in too, yeah. Uh let's see. So Max, it's September. Where's Marty Bystrom? Yeah, like we were kind of talking about that. Dickie Knowles, Marty Bystrom. Yeah, it was, you know, I, I might have said Dickie Knowles, but I really meant Mar uh, Marty. So thanks for that, Max. I actually have a uh, Dickie Knowles story, too. We'll get we'll get ben, to that some other day. To quote Lee Ilya, uh, R.I.P., uh, them motherfuckers, rip them. So I don't know if you remember this story, but I, and this is going to shock some people, but I am an absolutely a voracious reader and it's always, or mostly baseball books. So each year I set like a goal for myself of how many I'm going to read this year. It's 36. And I think I'm at like 27 so far. So I think I can do it, but Lee Elliott, and I believe it would have been, and Ben, if you know the exact year, correct me, but I think it was somewhere post Dallas Green coming there because he brought over like Ryan Sandberg, Bob Turnier, uh, Boa. So Elio fucking went apeshit on like on live radio. And he's basically like, fuck these Chicago fans. They're pieces of shit. They're here during day games. Why don't they get a fucking job? You know, it was basically like for see like when he said the kids, the guys from South Philly all are like living in the basement and fucking their moms. Uh, if you remember that one, <laughs> Lee Ilya like went on a fucking tirade. And it's like, if you ever, you know, Google it, if you have it or look it up, because it is absolutely one of the top five, like snap outs of any manager up there with like Lasorda and, uh, you know, Gene Mock and uh, the uh, Orioles guy. 
help Weaver. Out, guys. Weaver. Yeah, just snapping out. Um, Jimmy, that's going to be tough when Topper doesn't put his best nine up out there sitting smarsh and stop. He's oh talking about God. when I said they need to win 12 games. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it is it is tough to do that when you don't. But, God damn. Uh, let's see. Topper doesn't manage fundamental baseball. It's not in the book that he got. Yeah, he's like, I, I don't know if my catcher can bunt. I don't know what they're doing. Is, like, he, I, I was reading a quote today, and it's basically said, if there's a ground ball pitcher, he won't play Rojas. If there's a fly ball pitcher, he's more apt to play Rojas. Now, I don't terribly disagree with that idea, but to think that like you're like looking to get, the other, you know, players in our pitcher, like, oh, he's a fly ball pitcher. I'm not going to play Rojas. I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure Rojas is or Marsh is good against fly balls or ground balls and Rojas as well. Um, you guys have thoughts on this because it, it is maddening. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what he's saying, um, but you have to. This, the what was it? The, the, um, comment right before you have to put the best nine guys out on the field that you have that you have yeah and it appears to me as though we're trusting some sort of um spreadsheet versus what you can see in real life um and i i get that sometimes you have to play the odds but he you know we liked him last year because he played his gut a little bit and he has not done that this year so that's just that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, did you guys hear the story about uh, Rojas going into Topper's office the other day? Rojas no. took his – now, Rojas doesn't speak English. He took his translator with him. And he didn't walk in there, you know, I want playing time or whatever. <laughs> totally classy. Classy young kid move. Like, you know, he goes in. He's like, what do I need to do to earn more playing time? What do I need to do to get better? I, I want to I want to play as much as I can. Like, what do I need to do? And ever since uh, I, I heard that on the radio earlier, and ever since then he's been in the lineup the last couple of games. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it. He's been out. Him, they, said he's been, they said he's been out there. Um, they said he's been out there like maybe like a couple hours before everybody else. Uh, just get because it's pissing them off. It's pissing them off that people are trying to steal an extra base on him. So he's out there practicing gutting people down from center field, which I love that. He's got a hell of an arm, too. And, um, cool. like, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. I was just going to – I didn't know if you had anything else to add. I was going to bring up another uh, point here. Uh, Max, Strom's got some spice, and he slapped back on Twitter. At <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it seemed like he could plunk someone. I agree with that. Like I was worried about this because like we obviously like say what we want on the page and you know, as it gets bigger, like maybe people see it. I, I really believe like someone's seeing it at some time, uh, whether that's good or bad. But like, I was like calling Strom the crypt keeper. Cause like, I think he looks like the crypt keeper, but I was like worried about him like destroying me because you know, he's, he, <laughs> Might be funner, but like he looks like the crypt keeper. Maybe we look alike. I don't know. And I'm just, <laughs> except for the hair, you know, we both have, you know, not handsome men. Uh, I'm buying you a Strom wig for. Uh, oh, that would Halloween. be great. Yeah. <laughs> the, the crypt keeper. 
Todd loves this podcast. Todd, we Todd, love, we love you. Things like that. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Todd. That is awesome. Uh, uh, I, I, you know what? I saw this just come up, and like, I wanted to read it like the Iron Sheik because, like, he would like say that. I, you know, I want to like put you in the camel clutch and make you so humble. And like, I agree, you, brother. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you know, make you tap out. I, I agree. Like you really do want to like go down there and just like kick them in the nuts a little bit. Um, Agreed. It, I would love, would nice. I would love for, to beat them in the playoffs. And then, you know, you know, when they pan over to the team, that's absolutely supposed to win. And they're all like, some of them are crying and some of them are just kind of sitting there like with their head down. And then like somebody like, I don't know, Harper goes over and just gives them the, you know, yeah, one of those. That's it. We were just talking about that and wrestling the other day, and it's like, yeah, you remember when like DX came out? There's like fifth graders, five year olds going up to like their teachers, yeah. suck it, suck it, suck it. Well, now I you miss got those days. Now you got the kids doing this in the stands yeah, every time true. they get a hit. That's true. <laughs> they don't have a goddamn clue. Uh, <laughs> So Desmond is offering to throw at Strider on Wednesday. Nice. Uh, he says he's bringing his own ball and he's <laughs> willing to do it. Uh, we there you go. condone this behavior, um, but we appreciate that thought. Don't do anything stupid, Desmond. Just bill him. Maybe a couple of double bangers. Just yeah. leave it at that. Uh, don't throw at him. Let, you know, let, let Strom do it. Uh. Kelly. All right. Strom should do it. A little bench clear. Yo, man. Nothing wrong with a little bench clear. It's good Ke- for morale. Kelly must uh, have a, a bug on my computer. We'll get to that if we get the Phillies make us drink. That's... <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, is... We'll do a few more here because we're kind of getting long in the tooth with the birds coming on for everyone. Yep. Is anyone else worried about the resilience of the, uh, or the reliance of the long ball and the failure to manufacture runs? It gets colder at the end of September. Home run ball doesn't travel as well. Good question. Mike? Yeah, so I think, Tom, we've been talking about this a lot. Um, you know, we're joking about the catcher can't bunt, but it's true. Like, we get to the extra innings, you got to – zombie runner, ghost runner, whatever you want to call him on second base. We can't hit a ball to the right side, even if we don't bunt uh, to get him over. So, yeah, I'm worried about it, Um, uh, especially at home with it getting colder in Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, away, not so much when I think about where we might have to travel, but um, because it'll probably still be warmer in those, you know, in like California and, and Atlanta and that kind of thing. But yeah, I'm worried about it. Uh, we can't play small ball. We, re- we technically we refuse, refuse to play small ball. So, um, uh, yeah, it's on, it's on my mind a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I don't know if you guys remember, we got very lucky with the weather last year in the playoffs during the world series. I was still wearing t-shirts out. Like, it wasn't that cold. It was, like, 70-something degree, like, low 70s. So we got lucky with the weather last year. So I don't know if we – I mean, it might get cold this year. I, I remember yeah. in 08 when it snowed. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you never know. So we have uh, ah. Chris Dugan. Who? Wow, Dugan. Chris. Hey. Sounds familiar. <laughs> First time, long time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Chris also played in the Carpenter Cup in 92 for Doherty. Yes, he did. Uh, All City, 1992. Chris Dugan. I'm a little older uh, than you guys. I played in 1990. <laughs> the vet was a dump when it was our dump. That's the way That's I right. felt about the garage before I redid it. I was like, it really was a dump. It was just the garage, but it was like my dump. It was my little respite. My little, you know, I had my fucking radio and I, I loved it. Uh, all right, let's do a few more. Uh, wait a minute. Listening from Mexico. Eric, what? that's awesome. Eric, Anyone know Spanish? <laughs> I, I, I don't really know any. Como se dice Except, fuck you Mets in Espanol? Right. Yeah, we haven't had a fuck the Mets at all. So thanks for that one, Mike. That was a good one. We normally get one. I think we got to fuck the Acuna, fuck Acuna, fuck Azunia. So that was good. Uh, <laughs> That's true. That, you know, that was that was maybe even more good. And we'll have to see what we decide to do. Uh, he was the first one up stretching last night, looking to get in. We had a full view of activities in the pen. I don't know, Harry, who you're talking about here. Do you guys? Because it's tough when we're not bringing the comments up. I'm thinking maybe Strom. Strom, yeah. Okay, Strom. yeah. Maybe he was winding up uh, to get ready. And you know, Jimmy, you're right. Like we refuse to play any type of old school baseball. I don't think that old school baseball is a thing anymore. And it's like it's unfortunate to like us three, and sounds like many of you. There's no such thing as that. Maybe this pendulum swings back at some point, right? Where we're not worried about the three-run homer and, you know, we're going to, like, when is legit, like, this is an honest question. Mike or John, do you remember a hit and run at all this year? Not once. Never. No. Never. No. Like, that was, like, doesn't, a staple doesn't of baseball. exist anymore. Yeah, It yeah, does not happen. The hit and run is out the fucking window. I remember, I, remember I remember Harry and Whitey saying, like, almost every time someone was on first base, hey, what do you think? You can hit and run this time? Like, seriously, right. I, that was when I was growing up. I don't uh, remember uh, but I've seen either. You know, it's a crazy stat, too. I heard earlier, because I listen to a lot of, I when I'm in the work truck, I listen to a lot of sports radio. But um, I listen to podcasts and stuff, too. Like, you know, um. You know how many J- bunts JT has in his whole career? None. One. <laughs> One fucking bunt. That's crazy. But, I mean, not just him. Like, they need to, like, before batting practice, you're getting, you're, you're not, you're not getting, like, pitched to, like, crazy anyway. Like, throw, throw, like, 20 pitches at a guy and just tap, like, 20 little bunts down. Practice button it before you do pat practice. It's not hard. Yeah. Sig wants to know what sex we think the fanatic <laughs> is. And I'm like, I don't know. I think the fanatic's sexy. I'm not I, I, I don't know. I always thought the fanatic was a boy, but if he's yeah, androgynous, I'm cool too. Well, I, isn't I Philomena a girl? So the fanatic's right. a boy? Yeah. And yeah. like and besides Phoebe that, is his mom. And, and besides that, Carrie, my wife will be mad if her boyfriend isn't a boy, so Oh, just saying well, that's that's true too and <laughs> we're going to end it with two here uh and it's going to be ftm from harry you know in the vet stories and matt thank you this is like our first real true fuck the mets of the day Attaboy, boy uh, matt love that matt uh 
coming on 55 minutes of the show. We're going to, uh, you know, I'm just going to kind of go around and ask for final thoughts and get us out of here uh, before the birds game goes on. So John, where, what do you got? What do you want to uh, leave us with? We just got to, uh, it's all gas, no brakes. I don't care who we play. Cardinals, Braves, whatever. What do we got? Cardinals, Braves, and then Pirates, uh, Mets, the Pirates, and the Mets. Just fuck them all. Not just the Mets. Fuck them all. Just all gas, no brakes. Don't let up. The bullpen has to step up. Pitchers got to go at least six. Start getting ready for the playoffs. I mean, the bats are there. The bats have been there. It's just they're you know they're not. Pulling off at the end of the game. How many comebacks have we had the last couple weeks? Five, I think. And like we just said last week, all them comebacks are not just, they're not going to be sustainable. You're not always going to come back like that. You got to get on early, get on the board early and often. Like we need to lead for once, and our pitchers need to hold those leads. So I'm hoping for, you know, a two of three or sweeps of the rest of the way. We got Mike. Mike, I'm going to leave uh, Carrie's uh, – some lady Carrie is uh, up <laughs> saying she? just my bestie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she uh, she got to hug the, the fanatic when we sat right behind the uh, dugout last summer. She was uh, had her own fanatic hat on and everything. So oh, uh, my, awesome. my last thought is if you don't like someone celebrating on your field, do something about it and win the game. If you don't like someone showing you up um, by hitting a home run, don't give up the home run. But if you do, drill somebody the next time. Chris. Yo, I'm ready to fucking run through a wall. I wanted more of that, Mike. I'm like ready to fucking smash a fucking thing over my head. I'm like, (laughs) I love that. Yes. Uh, You know what? 11 wins out of the next 16 gets us to 90 wins. Uh, Lose the next five and win 11 in a row. As long as we get in the playoffs, like, I honestly don't give a shit. But I want you to get hot at the right time, which is at the end. Uh, I'd, I'd like you to sweep the Mets, though. Um, that's that's what I'd really like. I'd really yeah. like a sweep of the Mets. Uh, just because. It's a just because thing. But I think 11 and five is reasonable. That's what I'm predicting for the last 16. Uh, you know what? Uh, I appreciate everyone signing on. Uh, Mike and John, it's always awesome to talk to you. Love your viewpoints. Uh, I want to say motherfuck uh, Acuna, motherfuck Azunia, motherfuck Chief Nakahoma. You know, fuck the Braves. Win six uh, NL Easts, but you got one World Series to show for it. Let's see what happens. If you've been there six times, uh, it means that, you know, you kind of failed to achieve the World Series, probably five of those other, so... They can, you know, EAD, you know what that means. Uh, <laughs> fuck Scott Rowland. Fuck uh, Joe Carter. Fuck the Mets. And thanks for tuning in. We're going to ca- catch you uh, next Thursday, a little bit earlier at 6 o'clock. Uh, go Birds tonight. Go Birds. Go birds. Thanks, everybody. All right. See you, everyone. <laughs>